Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Best bits of the week, and we've got them for you. Best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. What's up, everybody? Here we go. It's time for some listener Q&A. And I'm so excited because, as you might have listened but to Best Bits Part 1, Scuba Steve is on with me this weekend. What's up, Scuba? Yo, everybody, 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 everywhere. Everybody, everybody, everybody now. Everybody, everybody, everybody living now. Everybody, everybody now. Oh, bum, 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 oh system of a down. That's who it is. <laughs> I was, like, I was well, working it in my head. Going? You said everybody. And I, I've been working it for the last 10 seconds. And then it just hit me. <laughs> System of a Down. Oh, Scuba, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but I like it. Somebody who l- listens to that band would be with me right now singing it in the Thank car. Thank you for the intro. I'm sorry I did not sing it with you. It's okay. It's totally fine. Next time I expect a little bit I of do, a, a I background I do vocal. know System of a Down, though. Okay, cool. I just don't know that I know that particular song beat. That one's a little bit more, if you're like a like a, like a legit fan, listen to the full album, you would know that oh, song. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Maybe like yeah. three songs of theirs I know. Okay. You probably know like Toxicity <laughs> and... And um, don't okay. a- don't okay. ask right. me the song titles. <laughs> right, what did you? Re- what, what did we come here for? For real? <laughs> okay, we got some listener questions okay. to talk about. So oh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna dive right on in. Will you ever go back to live in Orlando? That's a great question because that's something I've always wanted. So for me, and I think it happens with a lot of people. You're like, man, I really want to make it in my hometown. Mostly just because it's like a thing. I guess at least in the entertainment industry, you want to be in an area and maybe it's only me and I live in a world of what only I think. And I think everyone else thinks this, but for me, I feel like I've been in LA. I made it in LA, San Francisco, Nashville. And I feel like it doesn't matter to me until I make it in my hometown, which sounds weird. But sometimes it's hard to make it in your hometown, given the industry you choose. True. And is, and for us or for me and for radio and entertainment, that market is so locked down with people that have been there since like the eighties and nineties. And they're so heritage and there's, it's going to take, it's like almost like getting a job in the FBI. You only get a job there if someone dies, retires, or gets fired. How do you and, know that about the FBI? Because I research, when I was a kid, I wanted to be in the FBI. So okay. I had to do like a whole research report on it. And basically I found out it's, it's very much about the politics of it. And once you get a job there, you only lose your job when you die, fire, die, get fired or retire. Mm, and, the, and that doesn't happen very often because People can have that job for 30, 40 plus years. Well, if these people started in the 80s, 90s, I mean, they're coming up on 
you know, decades of being there. So I don't yeah. know that you're far from that. Yeah, well, but this was back in like the early 2000s, so I would have been far from that. I, mm. I don't know, but then also, then you don't have a family, and I want I was I wanted a family and have kids and that kind of stuff, and I knew that that job would not be conducive for that kind of a lifestyle. So, dream situation, you would end up back there, living there, and working there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Orlando is such a forgotten, not forgotten market, but I feel like within our industry, they forget it. Orlando is heavily trafficked with. Tourism, Disney, Universal, people coming from all over the world come to Orlando and they get in their rental car and they turn on the radio. And so you have such a massive audience in Orlando that is constantly changing and the opportunity to to get to get them to one want you and then take them home with you so that they go back to the UK and they can still listen to you on the iHeartRadio app or wherever. So I feel like it's a great marketing city that doesn't get the credit that it should get. So I want to be in Orlando for one, because it's my hometown and it would mean so much to be me to be on a station like XL 1067 or WJRR, depending what avenue of radio I want to pursue at that point. Uh, They're iconic stations to me. And then you have this this reach that there's millions of people coming in all the time. And especially during the summer and the the holidays and all these things. And I don't want to get into all my ideas because I wanted to keep them to me, but I have ideas of how to really make it a big thing in Orlando that no one's done and no one's tapped into it yet. And it's a, it's a, it's a lost opportunity. So this is me on a tangent and a rant of why I'd want to go back to (laughs) home to Orlando, but I would love to go back to Orlando, especially as well with having a family. My mom lives there and my siblings all live in Orlando. So I would, we would have help. The cost of living is decent in Orlando. You're near the beach. I think the only hesitation we have right now is the fact that Florida, where Orlando resides, um, is trying to take an eraser to textbooks and take information out that is factual and exists in our Mm. U.S. history. And they're literally erasing it. Everyone's like, yeah, sure. And my heritage is Native American. And so I feel for other people and other cultures and races when, when they're told that Basically, you don't matter and you're not part of this anymore or part of our history, which the history is what it is. It's, but it's it's a learning tool. Yeah, you should learn about all of them. And exactly. I, I didn't learn a lot about Native Native American history at all in high school. Oh, yeah, I wish I had. Oh, they didn't teach about that at all because they've, they've almost like forgot about it. like, hey, don't talk about that. What we did to the Native Americans was really bad and we need to completely forget about it. Well, this this brings up because I had brought up how I was on a reservation. I've now been on like three different reservations and traveling a lot of the west side yeah. um, of the United States. And I had been talking about it and how it's so cool how I was on the Navajo reservation and they had their own president and they have their own lives and this this whole story about it. And a few people like wrote me and was like, you're so ignorant. And I'm like, I couldn't be ignorant because I didn't know this yeah, before I went. You to learn, yeah. Like, this is the only way I learn, and the only way more people learn is if I talk about it. Yeah, and we're not really taught about it in schools at all. I mean, there's like, they dabble in it for a little bit, but there isn't a lot of history. And I grew up in Orlando where it is, you know, the Seminoles, like, there's a huge population of Native Americans at one point until they got pushed out and killed by smallpox and land taken away. And, and the people are like, well, you got casinos. Not everyone got a casino. That was a very small, select few. And still, you, got, you guys took their land and crap all, crapped all over it. And then there are places like in Arizona where they pushed them into this really small area and they basically make them live like as if they were back in the 1200s where there's no power, no running water, there's crime and they don't give many resources and treat them like crap and give them like a really small, like minuscule amount of money to survive and live off of and then crap all over the land. And so I, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to get so negative and I know this is a fun segment, a fun podcast. But people need to wake up and open up their God, their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you almost guessed. Yeah. Like th- when it comes down to it, and I've seen like videos during COVID where everyone's like, you need to get out of here. This isn't your land. Talking about like 
uh, you know, people from Mexico or whatever. I'm like, uh, actually, it isn't your land either. You probably came from or your ancestors came through Ellis <laughs> Island or wherever to get here. So it isn't your place either. So you can get the hell out and we can go back to where this was, where it was beautiful and vast. And I'm sure there was no pollution. Everything was just freaking fine until you guys came over here and ruined it. Well, I would just like to say I had a great experience on the Navajo yeah. Reservation. We, we ate great food there. We talked to a lot of the locals and it was a really good experience. Yeah. So. And the people and Native Americans are they're great people. Um, I guess the closest full blood Native American was my great grandmother, and she was a really sweet kind of like an older person. So it wasn't like we didn't like hang out a, a lot, but she she was a very sweet, kind, amazing person. And they and they care about the land, and they care about the resources the land provides, and not being uh, overuseful of it. And and animals and creatures like I don't even kill insects. I don't like the other day I was at the house and there was a fly in the house and my mom was like, get a fly swatter. And I'm like, no, I usually wait for it to go to the window. And then I put a cup over it and I slide a piece of paper underneath it. I take it outside. I let it go. <laughs> like, <I don't> even... <laughs> see, This is what I've started doing with spiders. I see them. I'm like, mm, you're just existing. Just please don't crawl into my bed at night. Otherwise, you're fine. You're, I'm gonna kill you. just go you're free ahead. to leave. <laughs> Yeah. Please leave me alone. Like I don't kill anything, I, I, or, or I try to like catch it with my bare hand and I release it somewhere else. Like I, it's not in me to kill anything, deer to down to an insect. It's just not in me. I mean, yes, I am a meat eater, but I personally can't kill it. We're working on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I'm working on. it. I probably should be more living off the land, like like vegetables and stuff. And but I've slowly introduced that diet since meeting my wife. I've gotten better at it. But yeah. Well, there's a few things I, I'm going to go off of. We we did have a moment there where you had mentioned Disney. And one of the oh, things, yeah. somebody didn't ask a question. They just said more Disney talk. Okay, cool. And so I don't quite know how to like go into that. But I, I do want to show you. I, I'm going to listen to these things because you've gone to Disneyland a lot. Oh, Disneyland a yeah. lot and Disney World. Well, but to end the Orlando conversation, I would love to take Johnny Magic's job in Orlando at XL 106.7. Well, there you go. You <laughs> but he's also my mentor and I love it and I say it out of respect. But like at some point, maybe like 10 years from now when he's done, he wants to hang it up. I want your job, dude. I love you, but I want it. Okay. You Just put it that out, out to there. the universe. Putting that out there. Well, these are some of the food things that I've, because I'm about to go for my 30th and you know I love me some trying food. Oh, yeah. And you're going to the right place to try some food. Yeah. And everybody says Disneyland's food is better than Disney World, which I found interesting. Okay. So I'm excited to try some things. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I guess because Disneyland has it more dialed down because there's only two parks and less options. So, so maybe really it's just better quality. Better quality because they are able to focus on less of a menu, whereas Disney World has got 30,000 hotels oh. and four theme parks and two water parks. And there's just too much. So I could see them. Plus, it's like the law of averages. You have a thousand things, only 100 are going to be great. Yeah, it's kind of like the Cheesecake Factory menu. Oh my God, that thing gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, Dial it down, folks. Mm -hmm. That thing is unbelievable. But I also love it because I like to go in and be like, I could have Mexican, Italian, American. I know, it's mm, pretty cool. My what, friend, what do I want? So I do like it. Yeah, it does provide options. I like options. Okay, here's okay. my here's my food that I found thanks to like social media. Okay, so this is at Disneyland, just, right? Yes, okay. well, Disneyland or one of the, the other park in California. The California Metro, yeah. yeah. Well, you basically call it Disneyland, but yeah, yeah, California Adventure, yeah. So I just want you to tell me if these are overrated or underrated, okay? Okay. Strawberry shortcake Dole Whip. Um, overrated because I just like regular Dole Whip, the regular pineapple oh, but Dole Whip. I see, I don't like pineapple. So because oh. I like strawberry, would I like it then? Yeah, he would like it. Yeah, because okay. Dole Whip, the base of it is still Dole Whip and it's, oh, yeah, it's okay. awesome. Okay. Yeah. But you think overrated, maybe. Overrated, yeah. Okay. Mickey beignets. Mickey beignets are really good. Not overrated. Okay. Really, really good. Cheesy pizza flop over. What does it look like? It looks like kind of like a, <laughs> um, oh, cra crepe, but cheese pizza. They, well, it's kind of like all flopped over into. Okay, like yeah, a they, they, it's fold. almost like a pizza bite, right? Yeah, but like a like a 
I don't even know how to explain it. It basically looks like you took a crepe yeah. and made it a, into a pizza. Are they like the bite-sized ones? No, they're kind of like the a full, full pizza. Yeah. Full what restaurant pizza. is that at? Cafe Daisy. Okay, I haven't had that one, so I don't okay. know. Okay, the grilled cheese at Jolly Holiday. Grilled cheese is really good. I was gonna say, oh, you don't like meat. Ah. Oh. Well, that's why I said Jolly Holiday. I think has like a brisket grilled cheese or something. Yes, yes, really, really, good. really good. Yes. But I could get the OG, and it's still probably really good if the brisket's good. Okay, and I was gonna say somewhere in the same vein, they have a Monte Cristo sandwich. In I, ha the, I had that written down okay, for my friends. The Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. Which, by the way, if you haven't made, if you have not made reservations yet for restaurants, you need to do it now. I don't anticipate us eating at any restaurants. Uh, I anticipate you should. Not at Disney. Uh, yeah. No, I don't sit down. I move. Because oh, I, I want to no. see everything. No, but you need to be able to experience at least one really good sit-down lunch. And I recommend... If we did, if we had more than one day, I would. Oh my God. But we only have one day. Uh, but still, even with one day, because it's so cool because it's inside the Pirates of Caribbean I'm ride. I'm going to be able to see Lagoon. both of these parks in one day and sit down somewhere to eat. There's no way. Okay, yeah, you only have one day. So, okay, fair. See, so if I was Touché. going for two days, yes, I totally would. Yes, okay. Well, then make a reservation at one of the hotel, one of the uh, restaurants on Disney, um, Disney Springs, or that's Orlando, uh, Downtown Disney. They have a bunch of restaurants there, too. Okay, I'll look at those. Yeah, look at those. Because okay. you can do that any day. You don't have to be at the park Okay. for that. Uh, the gray stuff at Red Rose Tavern. Uh, Red Rose Tavern. Oh, that's that. Um, the gray stuff. What is that? I think it's like a dessert. Let me look it up real quick. Because <laughs> a lot of times too, when I get this stuff, there's they put pictures next to it, and I don't even focus on what the name is. I just see the picture and go, "Oh, I want that." The gray. Yeah, it looks like it's like an ice cream almost, but it's gray. Oh, I've had that before. My son liked it. I didn't. I didn't really like that one. You didn't. Yeah, Apparently, didn't really it's like red it. velvet cake, which I do like. They have better stuff at that Red Rose Tavern, from what I remember. Not that though. Okay, like kind of a bakery type place. Very, yeah, it's right there in uh, Main Street, USA, near the castle. Okay, uh, Ogas for drinks or Ugas, however um, they pronounce it. The that place with in the Star Wars one, overrated. Mostly just because the drinks are awful. It's more. It's cool to go to to see the ambiance of it. Like that's really cool because it's that scene. Uh, in Star Wars where the Jabba the Hutt and they're in that bar yeah. that, burp, 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 that one so it's more for the vibe than it is the drinks the drinks are the drinks are garbage okay that makes me feel better because I didn't get reservations but I still wanted to like see it so I'll just kind of walk in and check well, it out well you can't just kind of walk in and check it out without reservations it says on it said online that you could still try and walk up you just you try and be walk able up. to yeah so when you go there you can still you, see it right like you can no, still, they no. won't let you even go the in the door is completely shut and closed because it's, it's a it's a indoor you have to have reservations to get in. So that one you should make reservations for. And if you don't make reservations or you can't, then you need to go there first thing in the morning and check with one of the people and put your name on a waiting list, which will connect to your app, which will then let you know when you can go by a certain window to be there. Okay. I will do that. So, but try reservations first. I, I did. It's close. Okay. Then you need to go There's there. There's none. I mean, this need, is like weeks to, out and it's still. Oh, then you need to run there. You need to like, whoever's the fastest walking person with the longest legs needs to run straight to Star Wars area and be on the, put yourself on the waiting list. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. The mac and cheese cup at Chili Con Queso. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Pretzel and Choco Smash at Prim's Test Kitchen. I haven't had that so one. That's at the Avengers campus. Oh, so that wasn't there when okay. I was there because that was still Bugs Life. Okay. The peach pecan pretzel. I haven't had that either. It's near Star Tours. Apparently, it's at the cart near Star Tours. Peach pecan pretzel. No, but they, uh, another thing you don't eat. Their corn dogs are are so <laughs> no, legit. At least tell people these are like these are things okay. I find because I'm vegetarian, so True, I find yeah, things yeah. that I can have. The breading around. Be like, can I just have the breading of the corn dog? Because <laughs> or just buy a corn dog and only eat the breading. Can you do that? No, I mean it's not worth it. Oh, you know? but the breading is worth it though. It's so freaking. And the best part about the corn dog is when you get to the very end of it, and there's that that little hard piece that's mm -hmm. stuck on the stick, and you bite that off. 
which you wouldn't know because you don't eat corn dogs. I don't. Oh my gosh. Anyone who eats corn dogs knows that, that, <laughs> that hard piece at the very end that's like burnt stuck on there is so phenomenal. It's a very interesting yes, <laughs> belief yeah. into that food. It's a little crunchy and just I amazing. You. Okay, cool. Thank you for supporting well, me. I do, I do know that the, the cream cheese filled pretzel and oh, Disney yeah. World is so bomb. Yes. So that's why I'm like, okay, I feel like this pretzel would be really good because they've obviously perfected the pretzel yes. situation. Yeah. So those are on my list so far. If there's okay. any others I need to add, let me know. Um, let, let me look at, so while we're talking, I'll look at my Disney food photos. I'll just type in Disney food and it'll pop up probably because that's, that's what iPhone is. And that, and I would take photos of like things that were cool and good. I Maybe I have had the pretzel because here's a picture of the Mickey Mouse face pretzel. Oh yeah. It looks normal though. I have had the normal one, which is also really good. I just love a pretzel. Like if you can yeah. rock a pretzel, I'm game with it. Yeah. They have really good pretzels. They're, Disney's really good at their bread. Yeah. They're really good at bread. Which is really bad for my gluten intolerance, but I still do it. This is why okay. I eat mostly gluten-free, so then when I go out to eat and when I go and go on trips, I can enjoy foods. Are you also going to be there during Food and Wine Festival, or is that only Orlando, No, that's Disney World. Okay, Disney World. Okay. And I thought about going, but I was like, I just went there a few years ago. Yeah, so. that's Disney World in the fall, yeah. Yeah. Um, these are the some of the rides we're doing that I have like listed on here. Um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge, of course. Batu Bounty Hunters. Rise of the Resistance. Uh, Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, because Space Mountain, this is the coolest thing in the whole world. Do you want to know or should I not tell you? No, don't tell me if it's going to give something away. Um, yeah, it, well, it won't give it away. It won't, it's not like a, it's not a pivotal, it's not like the most, like, oh my God, you ruined the whole thing, but I'll just say they're different. And you'll know what you'll oh, know. Oh, between the two space mountains? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, don't tell me, and then I'll see. We'll see if I figure it out. There's a key. There's a huge key difference. You remember your experience on Disney yeah. World, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you get to the, when you get to Disneyland, you're like, "Whoa, this is so cool!" Okay, I got you. All right, cool. I'll, t- I'll tell you. And, if, I and if you don't, it. and if you don't recognize it, then then I'll, then I'll tell you later. But it's okay. it's very obvious the difference. Okay, deal. We also have Radiator Springs Racers. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Cars one where you, you get in Lightning McQueen. It's like yeah. Test Track. It's the same concept of Test Track where you like, you're inside and it's like, whoa, stop, go. And then you go outside and it's like, but it's mm. so cool. It's, it's like Cars edition. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like you feel like you're in Radiator Springs. It's pretty damn cool. Oh, the, I didn't have this in my other list, but Pacific Wharf Cafe, apparently they have great bread bowl soup. Yes, I was going to say, when you said Pacific, yes, the soup and the bread bowl yep. there is awesome. I need to move that down to the food section. It was yes. in my ride section um and then i'm talking myself into doing because i love avengers and that's really the whole reason i'm going to disneyland is to yeah. experience the avengers campus they have the guardians of the galaxy ride which you is, have to ride that i know but it's the stomach drop one and i i hate like when i tell yeah. you like the stomach drop feeling makes me literally want to vomit and i shake like yes a whole person yes so and we'll see if I can get the courage to do it. Have you been on Tower of Terror? No, I didn't do it in oh, okay. Disney World because of that. Like I can do roller coasters and stuff as long as like the the dip or the ride isn't like long lasting, right? Okay. But like on those, like <laughs> you're down up, down up. Like, yeah, but it's but it's different though. And and I'm also a person who doesn't like the long drops, but that because I've ridden that, I've gotten over it. So the Tower okay. of Terror is older, so it's a little more rickety and not as smooth. They fully updated Tower, because it was Tower of Terror at Disneyland. Yeah, and they turned it into the turned Guardians, it, Yes, right? but when they updated it, they made it so smooth, okay. like super smooth. And actually, you don't even feel the drop so much. You almost, you feel more of being shot up. So when you get shot up, you're like, okay. whoa! But it's so distracting but with all the visuals and the, and the soundtrack playing that it's so much fun. And you end up, you catch yourself laughing a lot and not okay. really actually being scared. I'm telling you right you're now, if you effing go to Disneyland and you California Dimension, you don't ride that ride... I mean, I'll be so disappointed in you. Scuba, like you should see me when this happens. You rolled like the Guardians of the Galaxy at, sp- at Space, whatever. Yeah, but there was no Epcot. drops. You were just turning. And but it's the same kind of feeling, though. That same sensation. Uh-uh. No, the stomach drop is a whole different thing than the riding like up and around. Pop an edible. You're in California. Okay? 
Get yourself five milligrams. Yeah, then, then you know what's going to be happening. I'm going to be vomiting. No, you won't. Like, five, you only need five milligrams. Maybe take half. Take 2.5 milligrams of a sativa <laughs> edible. And the Plus Gummies is the best brand. I'll tell you where to go to get it when you're there. And you will be giggling your face off. And you will ride that ride. And you'll yeah, have so listen, much fun. When, I wrote, when, I've, when I've taken gummies, Scoop, uh-huh. I've been super like uh dizzy like i get super nauseous well, how much do you gummies. take though not very much teeny tiny little bite <laughs> but sometimes the teeny tiny bite can also be overpacked with the wrong amount of milligrams well listen all i'm telling you is i've done it three different times okay. and every time i end up sitting there like i'm on a dang tilt a whirl and okay. i'm like what is happening did you put monsters inc on your list yep it's on here monsters oh. inc ride oh so cool at the end you gotta pay attention to the end okay so the end when you're I don't, again, I don't want to give away things for you. At the end, just pay attention to the very end when you see the lady who talks like this, Mike Lazowski. Oh, yeah, I love that girl. She's there, but but just just pay attention. Okay, okay. Okay, it's not what you think it is. Did you know that I dressed up as Scully one year for Halloween? Oh really? Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. That's really cool. We did like a girl version, so I was in like all black and I had this huge Scully hat on uh-huh. and huge Scully feet. Oh my god, so cool. Like the blue feet <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That's really cool. Yep. Did you have, do you have the roller coaster on there? The new Incredible Coaster? Incredible Coaster. Mm-hmm. That's also really cool. And then they have the chocolate chip cookies you got to buy when you're done. Okay, I tried one of those at Disney World. Same? Different? Different. Okay. And then they have the Abominable Snowman uh, ice cream, which is supposed to like he peed on it, which is also <laughs> on Pixar Pier. Okay. Got to do that. And any of those little, um, you don't eat chicken, but any of those little huts that are next to the Incredible Coaster, yeah. those are all really good and, and like they quick and easy. They have chicken though because my, all my friends that are coming yeah. eat chicken. Chicken, so. they have just check out all those little huts they have next to it Okay, because it's really yeah. cool. And of course Soren, because I loved that at Disney World. Yeah, Soren, it's fine. It's okay. It's, so if you're, Is it if, better at Disney World? Because I love Disney it's, World. Um, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. So I would just say that if, if you're like, oh, we, we have to cut out a ride, cut that one out. Okay. You already went on it. What about Web Slingers? Spider-Man Adventure. I've never been on it because it wasn't there. It was, that okay. was Bugs Life when I was there. Okay. So, so I'm actually deal. really jealous. You get to see that and San Francisco, which already existed, but they just changed the way it looked and everything. Okay. I'll take pictures for you. Okay, cool. And then Matterhorn. At I ha- oh, I do have that. Matterhorn bobsleds? Yes. Yeah, so that is okay. that is the, and you know, Expedition Everest? Yes. Animal Kingdom. I didn't it, ride it. Okay, so this is the OG version of it. It's like rickety and old, and you will so not be I scared whatsoever. Not you should totally ride it. It, it goes <laughs> like ten miles an hour. It's like not. It's like whatever. Alice in Wonderland. Put that on your list too. I was Mad Tea Party. That was the other one. If, if that's that the one that where is? it's the if that's the teacups, no. Um, the actual Alice in Wonderland ride. You'll see it. Okay. It's next to the teacups. So not Mad Tea Party. Alice. Well, unless they call it Mad Tea Party, I just call it Alice in Wonderland ride. When you go to those parks and you go there all the time, you just call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I also wanted to ride and everyone knows well, what you're talking those about. Those are like, I just, you can see, like, I just have a few, because like, again, we're fitting oh, it all in detailed. one day. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make sure that we get the things, at least that we definitely want to yeah. see. And then everything else is just extra. So are they just like, because when I was at Disneyland, it was old school where you, to get a fast pass, you got, you got the paper fast passes, you got one an hour. Is that, what, what do they do now? Genie Plus. Oh, so they do Genie Plus too. And I love, my sister and I perfected Genie Plus okay. when we went to Disney World. We are like masters at it. Okay. So that's how we saw everything. It gave me a headache. I love the the rush of the Fast Pass back in the day. Because then it was like, you got a, <laughs> you got a Fast Pass. It was with that hour window. And then as soon as that, they gave, you, they gave you a time. So let's say you got there at nine. You would get a Fast Pass for something that you knew was going to be a long line. And sometimes it'd already be up to like 3 p.m. You're like, damn. But then at like 9.59, you can get your next fast pass. So while you're walking around, you send your fastest walker to go to the next ride you want to get and get your fast pass for that. See, that's literally what Genie Plus is. It's just the technical version, like the technologically of yeah, it. Yeah, but you lose the whole like like the whole like oh, no. cool thing of like going to the place and getting it. Oh, and no, then... trust me. You still you still have your, it has to be on your phone and you still have to like watch it at every time. Like, yeah, so you can only your, get one at a time. You don't walk to a thing though. You have to do it on your phone. It, you lose oh, the phone. Oh, no, you're already running. I mean, you should have seen my sister and I. We were running 
run into every place in the park. We were running all over the place. Yeah, but you but you don't run to get the pass though, right? You no. get the pass on your phone. Yeah, yeah. So you lose a little bit of that fun. Oh, okay. It's not that much different. I promise. And also, I like to know, hey Disney, by the way, my grandma. Let's say she wants to go to Disney by herself. You think she's gonna be able to f and figure out Genie Plus or okay, any of that crap? Listen, we got We gotta get with the technology. Guys, come days. on. That's actually listen. If there's one thing I don't appreciate is when a business is so far back in technology. That's really hard to operate in today's world. Yeah, but the fast pass was not a very difficult process. It was super simple and easy. But you literally also, go to the place, get a fast pass, have the ticket, and then then you go back. But also, think of it this way: you, as somebody who went all the time, could figure that out. I had who had never been, unless somebody told me about that, I probably wouldn't have figured it out. There are people who go who can't figure out the app one well, that are I my age that range. One out. Yeah, but like, but like, I can't figure it out. It's so annoying. Maybe they should do both. Is what you're saying? <laughs> they should do both. Okay. Yes. Okay, both would be a compromise. Totally do both. Okay. Okay. Because then think about it, like, if you're trying to accommodate anyone 35 plus, they are not going to have a good time there. That's fair. It's going to be very frustrating. Oh, also, what happens if your phone battery dies? Well, you got to charge it. I mean, well, listen, you got to be, you, you got to bring your. Where are you going to charge, charge it? Pack. Well, what if you don't pack? have a charge pack? Well, get get with it. Tonight <laughs> so you have to buy a charge pack? Like, what do you? Like, what, or you don't have service? There's no service sometimes in some areas. Then what are you gonna do? We never have problems with service at Disney there are some, World. You'll find when you get to Disneyland. There's some there's some dead spots. No, I don't know about that. Maybe so, you get better. No, there are some dead spots at Disneyland. Okay, <laughs> you'll find them. You will find them. And then also when you're at Disneyland, did you also have on your list? Um, so you've seen my thing I love so much about Disneyland versus Disney World is seeing where things originated, and then you see the newer version at Disney World. Yeah. So I want you to check out things. Like you, oh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's not even at Disney World because they got rid of it and they put Winnie the Pooh there now. So you need to see some of the OGs like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's that area where like the old rides. Okay. Snow White, Peter Pan's different. Uh, uh, Thunder Mountain's completely different. Okay. So Thunder if, Mountain's. We have, if we have time, I'll, I'll see some of the OG versions. Yeah, some of the OG stuff. We are going to yeah. walk through the castle too since you can walk through the castle. You can actually walk through the castle. You go yeah. upstairs, you can see it. It's kind of rinky, but really cool. No, like I want to see that because you don't get to do that at Disney World. No, you don't. Unless no, you have the expensive restaurant the restaurant yeah but this is different you actually walk like in a tunnel thing it's really cool okay and you walk upstairs it's like and not many people do it because they don't know about it or they're just like ah, i've done it once i'm well, good see, this is why we're talking about you gotta do it yeah and main street's totally different i love main street there is the uh what else Enough i'm even gonna have mickey ears that say 30th oh heck yeah that's awesome you get, you're getting them there or you're custom making <laughs> no them? i got them i ordered them from etsy oh I was gonna, so they're okay, on cool. the way that's awesome <laughs> That's really, really cool. But you and I could talk about Disney all day. That's and well, one more thing. If you can, this is really cool too. When you get there, if you get there super early at rope drop, get on one of the, on Main Street, you can ride one of those cars. Bless you. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, the, you know, like those little cars. So at, at Main Street USA in Orlando, it's just, I think, the horse carriage that pulls you. But uh, mm -hmm. but in L.A., they have cars and like little fire trucks. And no one ever really rides them unless they know. But you, you can pop on one of those and you get on it. It's like a really cool old school Disney experience to ride the car with your whole group. And they drop you off at the castle. It's really cool if, if okay, you're able to make so it maybe, happen. Maybe we can do that one. Too. Yeah. I'll add it. We'll see what happens. We yeah. also have to go to the other park. And Pirates of Caribbean is different there, too. Pirates of the Caribbean is totally so different there. Basically, what Scuba is telling me is to see everything. You have to, <laughs> and if you have a genie plus, you can rig the system and we, figure it out. We are, but we do. We have the park hopper, so we have to see both parks in one day. Yeah, true. Disneyland, you can get through quicker. Well, that's another and that's recommendation. What we're doing first, so yeah, Disneyland first because everyone wants to do it at night. The Disneyland first, California Adventure second. Yep, that was our plan. Smart. At least that we have it in there. That's what you can so. need to do. Okay. Well, 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 maybe we just need to make a Disney podcast, Scuba. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, I theme feel parks like in general. Yeah, I could talk about all the food because I love so much food. You yes, fill the blanks in with the meat. Tips and rides. And yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like such a fanatic. Universal, Sea World. We could help put together like adventures for people to do. Yeah, just an idea. And then we can charge them to go with them. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll be the tour guides. <laughs> exactly. We'll be your tour guide, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> just, just an idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was just an idea. Just an idea, um, though. Did you watch the Ashley Madison documentary? The who? Ashley Madison documentary? No, I lived it. I know. I think that's why somebody was asking is because like, no. you went through it. Did you ever like decide to watch that? No, I'm wondering why they didn't hit me up. I have a great little story for them. Um, Ashley Madison documentary. You wanted to be in it? Yeah, I mean, I have firsthand experience of how wonderful the app is <laughs> and how it can really ruin a marriage. Like they... I hear a documentary. Let's see where where is it at? They say, oh, it came out in 2016. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Oh, I wow. remember us talking about it for a hot minute. Oh, oh, it's got actors in it. It's got Howard Stern, Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Why are they in it? I think it's a documentary. It's not like acting. It's like oh. they're talking. Gotcha. Well, they're, they're talking to all the wrong people. Yeah. Howard Stern hasn't been cheated on Ashley Madison. I don't know. Maybe he has. No, or maybe he knows people. Okay. Well, anyways. And I, has had stories. I guess I'm just butthurt because I had you I could are, have been on you there. You are yeah. butthurt. Yeah. <laughs> so has not watched it. Check. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have not seen it, no. Um, oh, these are questions from people. I thought you were yeah, just asking random questions. No, these are questions I forgot where we were today. That's also why I'm trying to go through them a little bit I faster. Know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. You know? I'm just going off on these damn tangents. Did you finish your show dates with the show, show. members? No, I still have to do Lunchbox, Mike, and Abby. Now my family's back. It's like almost impossible to do so it. So it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen unless until like a Dang. vacation or something comes up or whatever. Listen, I'm glad I got in there early. You did, yeah. I made a point. I'm If there's one thing I'm good about, yeah, it is making sure like if there's something that I need to make happen, I will make it happen. And I almost would say that the people that I did go on dates with, which was everyone except for Mike, Lunch, and Abby, everyone made it a point. They didn't really make it a point. So maybe it's mm. on them. Oh. Maybe it's on them. I would say probably like 60-40. I would say 70-30. Oh, them? I was going to you. <laughs> I mean, 70 I was on like them, 70 on them 30 on me. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, okay, what about, did the company ever buy you a new desk? No, but Dr. Bradshaw got me one of these like little prop-up things that you put on your mm -hmm. desk area to kind of raise it up a little bit, but the company hasn't bought me anything yet, no. Okay. Yeah. I didn't expect they would. I didn't expect either, but also it's I haven't really told them yet either, so they don't they don't they don't listen uh, to the show, they don't know. That's fair. So it's okay. kind of on me. What is your biggest pet peeve with each show member? Oh boy. <laughs> didn't we do this one time like a couple of years ago? I think I was like relatively new to the show and we went through each one of our I think we did a little pet bit. peeves or something. So maybe whatever. you have new ones? I don't know. Uh, or you can see. say I plead the fifth. It's up to you. Um I just I just I just say I will ask the question. Scooby's thinking really hard if he wants to go down this rabbit hole. Uh, wait, let's circle back. Let's circle back. As oh, much would God. say. Let's circle oh. back. Let's circle back. That's how I know this is going to be long. Okay. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Why did you go on a different uh, time of vacation than the rest of us? Uh, well, that was because my wife, so <laughs> then I told Bobby and I was like, Hey man, here's the deal. And he was like, dude, it's all good because your wife comes first in your family. So do what you got to do. And it actually ended up working out great that we went on separate vacations and I'll get to that in a second deep tease. But, but the, the uh, first thing is, so my wife, we've been together for 10 years and she's always planned every vacation and her family's planned all every vacation around a show's vacation. And I think this time she was like, I'm not effing doing that anymore. When my family's going on vacation, we're going on vacation. Mm. And and uh, because her family, they have their own jobs in life and their protocol of how they get vacation. And most of them live, work in the medical industry. And that's a little more political of who gets vacation when and everything. It's a pain in the ass. So they all aligned on this time in August to go on vacation. And we were going to Hawaii. And she gave me the dates and I was like, well, I don't know if, cause at the time we didn't know when our vacation was yet. And I was like, well, I don't know when our vacation is. She goes, I don't care when your vacation is, we are going on this vacation on these dates. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, sure. No problem. <laughs> and I've lived my whole career, cool. 15 plus years of in morning radio, taking vacation when everyone else takes vacation as well. Well, and two, two loops off of this. Yeah. Update on your wife. Is she working again? You made yeah, some comments. Yeah. She's, she's full time working again. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? She had her year off and she's like, I got to go back to work. This is killing me. Like she, she really was grateful and appreciated it, but she's been a working girl forever and has a college degree and, and you know, and she wants to get back to work and I, I totally support it. I was very jealous that she got to be with the kids for a whole year at home and all that. So there was that too of like, you know, you don't get it. You get to be at home with them. There's no deadlines. There's nothing due. There's nothing they have to worry about. It's just taking care of and investing in, in our our kids. So have you thought about potentially you becoming a stay at home? Oh dad? man, I'd love to be a stay at home dad, <laughs> but I've also invested just like her too much into this career. And I do love this career a lot. And I also want our kids. And that was also another thing too, is I want our kids to see that you know, mom and dad work and we work hard and we've 
and we've we worked from the ground up to where we are to get to this point so I also want to be a good example to our kids of like you have to work hard to get what you want versus just like you know hanging around and hanging out which is fine too because like with my, i wouldn't mind doing that either but i also would you know i'd also would need the financial freedom to be able to do that yeah to because my chunk of the, my chunk of the salary is is the a little more than half and we were able to stay afloat for a while and then kind of got kind of got, got a little tight there and it was like we're still fine but it'd be nice to have another salary again especially with three kids and, well, and all these bills is always better than one. Oh my god yeah it Hell doesn't yeah, matter it which way you swing it it's always gonna be better totally yes so it was nice to get that other salary back in the, in the play and her medical insurance wherever she works is always better than our medical insurance so that also is very helpful too is uh, she in the same career field that she kind of was before or is no it different? uh same kind of job style but but different totally different industry so she was always in finance and worked for like corporate banking and then turned into like big finance like investment banking uh when she was in los angeles like sf los angeles and then when she came here she was doing nonprofit mm. for the first time because she's always wanted to be involved in nonprofit. so she did second harvest food bank she's like i always wanted to like get back and feel good about something and i've been in this slimy financial industry for so long and we moved here and she's, i was like this is an opportunity to to do that we can take a set we can afford a salary cut and you do something you want to do because hate to break it to you guys doing good out there doesn't pay a lot no it does not <laughs> that's what that's also originally what i wanted to go into yeah i just was like there, it's not feasible so i just have I to make the time for it outside of yes a full-time job which is which is still another great way to fulfill your need for, for wanting to get back but she's like i want to do it full-time and, and she did it and did an incredible job and did it during covid which was a unprecedented time of mm-hmm. of our lifetime and then also for people being hungry and then kids not going to school and a lot of those kids got their meal from school and then they weren't at school anymore because they're it's COVID and they're at home and their family can't afford to feed them around the clock and so there was a lot of that so she got to see a lot of dark things but also help out a lot of those as well but now she and then we're also in LA she did entertainment before we left LA I was like, I was like F finance you need, you need to like do something fun work for a studio she should work for Universal um, not, stu- not not Universal, the theme park, but Universal Studios, the production mm-hmm. company, and worked for the guy who's the head of brand development. And so she was coming home with like toys and that's pro- awesome. Like all these like cool toys before they would come out. So they were what do they call those? Um, not demos, but oh, I know you're. I mm, I lost the word. Like you said it, and oh, I, I was know. about to say it, and it uh, lost like in my prototypes. Brain. There it is. Uh, prototypes. So she brought before Jurassic World was Jurassic World. She brought home these prototype dinosaurs and they're not at all what they are now that you see at target and it was, we still have some of those and it's really cool oh, so awesome. she's getting all those things and whenever a movie would come out she'd she'd come up with some random character and I'm like who the hell is that she's like you'll know what that is in in six months <laughs> and so it's really cool and so this i encourage that again i'm like do something else do something fun don't ever go back to finance you're done with that because the banking world is always calling her back and would hire her in a heartbeat i was like that's you're over that you're past that move on and so now she works for a um skincare company she doesn't okay. want to say which one it is. Very versatile. Yeah. I love this for her. Yeah. Yeah. So she, and, but the job is always very similar. She's kind of like the, I don't know what you would call her, but she's awesome. She's, it sounds like she's kind of stayed in marketing along yeah. with marketing finance sales. before, but yeah. marketing maybe a little bit. Marketing sales. The board. Yeah. Because even in banking, there's sales. She's selling people credit cards and stuff like that and yeah. bank accounts. So yeah. So she's always kind of stayed in the same type of position, but different companies. Okay. I love it. What are your three favorite things about being a dad? Three favorite things you about You can only being have three. Dad. No what more. What was the original about. question? I don't think I even paid it off. No, you did. Update on your wife if she's oh. working again. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Was there one good. before that too, though? Because we did two loopholes. Well, I said there's two vert, and I, I'll get into the other one later. It's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but then I, I deep teased you on I something, and I forgot what my deep tease was. Ah, uh, who cares? 
deep tea stain out there in deep forever. It's deep forever. And someone else will bring it up in the next Q&A. Like, hey, deep tea is this. Can yeah. you? And I go, oh, cool, awesome. It's a real deep tease. Yeah, here I go on these damn tangents again. And we're not going to be able to keep this ring. I, I know. Well, listen, we, so already, we already passed 35. Oh, so crap. it's okay. All right. So what's the next Top question? Top three favorite things about being a dad. You can only have Top three. Top three favorite things about being a dad. Oh, I think we're talking about my vacation in Hawaii and why is mine different. And I was like, the benefits of that. So yes, to pay that off really quickly because it came to me. I'm really good at recalling things. So we did the vacation separately. My wife was like, we're not doing it. You're, you're going then. I told Bobby, I was like, hey man, I can either have a really pissed off wife at home or I could piss you off here at work. And he's like, I'm not gonna be pissed off. Your wife is most important. Your family's important. Go on this vacation. It is what it is. You've trained this team to be able to handle it without you. You've put systems in place. Everyone knows what to do. It's not as much chaos as, as it used to be. Go on vacation and be fine. So when I went on vacation, I was fine. Then when I came back, when you guys went, went on vacation, it was nice because then I got to be here with pretty much nobody here. So I got to catch up on a lot of things and get through emails and clear stuff out. And I went on a sales pitch meeting and I was able to actually have like a clean thought in my head and not have all these million things going on in my head. And so I was in the sales meeting and we came up with so many cool, awesome, great ideas for the show and things to do next year and uh, even possibly end of this year. And so I was like, man, I actually was able to like have a free thinking brain it was awesome. And so, yeah, that's that. That's okay. <laughs> Great payoff. And the, the top three things about being a dad. Yep. Uh, the first one is, man, I'm really good at bringing things back and recalling. Wow. Um. <laughs> we just got to, you and lunch are the two that I got to work on, like wrapping it up. And I, know, well, I know, I know, I'm sorry. Quicker. It's okay. I know, I know. It's all right. I just, you know, I don't want to keep you here forever. I know that too. And then the top three things of me being a dad. The first one is seeing a human the seeing that you created another human being is like a mind F the fact that you like made something that's, that isn't like a script or a piece of audio or whatever. It's like a living breathing. And you, sometimes you sit there and you look at them or look at them. You're like, Holy crap. Like, wow. Like he'll look at, he'll lock eyes at me and he'll just like, and he'll just smile with his eyes and I'll just look at him. And I'm like, Holy S like, wow, I made you. That's so <laughs> freaking cool. Like you are there. Like my DNA mixed with my wife's DNA made you. That's so unbelievable. So every day is a mind F. It's a mind F. Okay. Just seeing something else that you made, you're like, whoa, that's so crazy. The uh, second favorite thing about being a dad is teaching them things mm. and watching them soak it up. What's the most recent thing you taught him? Uh, I didn't teach him, but my wife taught him and my wife's mom, I think, did a little bit playing the piano. He picked it up like real quick. Oh. That's so cool. So yeah, when we dropped him off, I, when I dropped him off in San Francisco in August, he was like messing around with the piano a little bit. And then at the end of the month when I came back, he was like wailing through the piano like, whoa, all right. He was really, really you into it. You have a little musical talent on your hands. I know. It was really cool to see. Basically, it's really cool in general just to see them learn something. Mm -hmm. And like now he's doing his homework. And I told him, just do two pages of your homework at night. Chip away at it. It's due in a week. And then I'll go back and check on him. He's in six pages. You're like, oh, and he's and he's like nailing it. And he's really good at it. And there's even like on his workbook pages, there's like there's typos where you have to like count. He's in kindergarten. It's like count the beads. And there's six, there's six of them, and they give you an option at the bottom, and it's one, five, and seven, and the answer is six, and the answer isn't there. And so then he write, and then I see him write in the answer six and circle it. And then I'm like, why would you write it in? It's got to be one, five, or seven. And I go, oh, that's a mess up. There is six there. And I'm probably thinking some kids are probably just like, well, circle the one closest to it or just circle one. But he like was like, no, th this is wrong. And he fixed it for them. And I'm like, that's so awesome. He's so damn smart. smart kid. Super smart. I'm like, wow, oh. he's not he's not stuck in the box. He's thinking for himself, which is really, really cool. And then the third thing would have to be. 
I know, I'm making it really hard. Making I know, because I feel like they're all like really, down. they're all really similar, you know? I know. It's I, okay. I think just, I think just the, I think, again, seeing the creation you made, teaching them something and let, and watching them stick to it. And then the third thing would have to be probably um, him and them interacting together, like as, as a, like watching them interact and like watching them play and hang out and, and, and the evolution as they get older of how they treat each other, which mm-hmm. is like a roller coaster. But that's always fun to sit back and watch. And it's like the it's the cool thing about being a dad. Are they getting along so far? Yeah, they get along. I mean, there's moments where it's like, stop, leave her alone. You're going to hurt her. Oh, my God. Get your hands off. Have they gotten into any big fights yet? Mm. I don't think they're old enough quite yet. No, like really big fights. No, just like they'll like they'll like not want to hang out with each other. And, you know, my daughter will not just not be about him. She just (laughs) she hates him so much sometimes. But she's a boss, so it's cool. No, I'm excited for yeah. you guys. Oh, awesome. I love watching her color on herself. She likes to take markers instead of coloring on the paper we provided. She likes drawing all of her arms and her oh, legs. She's gonna have tattoos. Oh, she's definitely gonna have tattoos. Because then I'll turn back around. And I'm like, oh my god, your color from head to toe. She's totally oh gonna have tattoos. And then, and then band-aids are accessories. She wants a band-aid for everything. She'll put a band-aid underneath her eye like she's part of TLC. She'll put band-aids on her legs oh gosh, and all of her arms. Wait until she figures out about tattoos and piercings. Oh it's my like, gosh. You're screwed. I know. She's the wild child, the middle child. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she is gonna be a lot, but normally it is your youngest, so just be ready. Yeah, I've heard wild childs are the middle child too. I n- maybe for a little bit. So you're saying I you were the wild child in your family? Absolutely, and, the, <laughs> and, I, and most young, like the youngest uh-huh. that I talk to, are always the one because okay. they can get away with the most. True, true. And so, and they're watching everybody else. So, yeah. like the other ones will have their wild spurts, but and, like yeah. the young one sees all of it. Sees all the and will yeah. do all of it. Okay, okay. So, like that's why I say watch out because okay. yes, right now. And she's probably going to stay that way for a while, but your youngest is watching everything. And, okay. <laughs> and is going to do and run all of it. Just the parts that cool, they cool. want. Cool, cool. Super cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Um, biggest difference working with Seacrest versus Bobby? The difference between Seacrest and Bobby. Biggest, biggest difference in working in each of those roles. Biggest difference. Uh, and maybe there's not one. Maybe they're pretty similar. Yeah, I mean, the one big difference would be living in LA versus Nashville. That'd be, okay. the, that'd be the biggest difference as far as, and even like the, the guests are different. You know, on his show, it's more actors and actresses and, and people that are on the LA side, more pop music. This is strictly like all country. Mm-hmm. And if we have any L- actors or actresses, they're usually on Zoom. Yeah. And so you don't, you don't come in person. Like you're not sitting there. I'm so there. bitter Reese Witherspoon didn't come in studio. I know. And she's here like 90% of the year, right? I'm so bitter. Like yeah, I she, wanted to meet her so bad. But yeah. When I emailed, I was, I was they're like a phone. I'm like, we're based in Nashville. Can she come in? They go, oh, she's really busy right now. And I'm like, and I'm like, so is Tim McGraw when he comes in. And so is Mary Morris. And so But is... I do think the trade off is that she doesn't need it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, these guys, they don't, Tim McGraw doesn't need it either. They don't. Yeah. They don't need it, but I think they're more willing just because they're gonna they're in this industry they've been yeah. before and whatever. Whereas Reese hasn't been before; she doesn't know us. Yes, I but care. I will also say this too, and I think this is what it comes down to if they haven't been in here is every compliment we always get about our show is when a guest comes in, they're always like, "Wow, you guys are so buttoned up! Wow, you guys are like really efficient!" and and even when we think we're like, "Oh my god, there's a mess up in this or something," it's nothing compared to what they see. Apparently, when they go to other local markets and do other shows, it's an absolute s show. They're not prepared. They haven't put anything together. They're like doing everything in the moment. Like it, everything is just an absolute just train. Does that make you feel wreck. good? Wreck. It makes me feel awesome because I work so hard to make the experience so efficient and on time and everything and make sure the experience is great and everyone is able to be relaxed and have a good interview. And so when I hear that, I'm like, man, hell yeah, our team is awesome. And then I hear that other ones being other shows, even big shows too, just being so dis- disheveled. <laughs> and like the, the terrible stories that I hear, which I won't 
air that laundry, but other shows are just you need you, if you're you're a radio show and you have a guest that comes in and they stop coming in or they don't come in as often, I'm talking to you. Get your ass together. They've told me why. Papa Scuba Steve coming in hot. Yeah, it's quit messing around. Don't mess around. <laughs> and so I would say that we're really buttoned up and that's really awesome and that's a great thing. And I think that because Reese Witherspoon may have done radio shows before and she probably had come in and it was what they've experienced normally and they haven't experienced ours. And if they would experience our experience, they would be like, oh, we should come in here. This is actually really easy. Okay, see? Okay, well, maybe we need to ask again. My my two guests that I would love to have on the show are Reese Witherspoon and Bruno Mars. Those are my only Bruno requests. Mars would be dope. Well, I, I asked for Bruno Mars, and and it was the label, and labels are all about what they're promoting at the time. And he wasn't, he hasn't been promoting anything for a minute. Well, but he did have Silk Sonic. Like but that they was had old a whole by new then. Album. Yeah, it was old by then. It didn't matter when I pitched. But the guy I talked to from I think it was RCA, he's like, I'd love to do it. You, you have a great reach, and it makes sense for your audience to hear it. But unfortunately, they're like, are, they're also selfish in the sense of there's nothing for us to win from this. So you're saying there's a chance? There is. Oh, yeah, once he comes out with a new album, you let me know. And then I'll go back to that guy, and then we'll get him on. For or if sure. he's in Nashville, like coming to tour or something. Yeah, well, let me know. Okay, okay. Yeah, because then there's, then there's a reason he's already only, here. The, my only two res- requests, Scooby. Everything yeah. else is like you know, like the cherry on top, right? But those are my yeah. icing. Those okay. are the ones I want to happen. Okay, well I Not can make those happen. Been with the show happen. for seven years. Okay, well let's do it. <laughs> so those are the differences: the guests, and then I also say our days were short at Ryan because he had like 50 people on his team. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like the old school way of of work, where every person had a job, and so because every person had one job, maybe two jobs. You were able to get out of there at like, we, we were out of there every day, I think around like one o'clock. A bad day was two o'clock. Yes, you were a small but mighty team. Yes, yeah. So we, we have longer days. Whereas there, I'd be done by one o'clock and then I'd go to the gym and hang out a little bit. Maybe go to a friend's house or go to a show. Oh, there's another thing too. The I Heart Radio Theater in Los Angeles is another difference. Oh, the yeah. I Heart Radio Theater in Los Angeles is so cool and I miss it so much because it's the old Johnny Carson Theater, Jay Leno Theater. And I would see acts like Lincoln Park there. Bruno Mars, even Jelly Roll was there just recently. And you get to see them twice a week. There'd be a show there. And it's mm-hmm. you and like 30 other people. And it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Ah, and I, we were I about to have one here. I wish we had like an iHeart Theater here. That'd be really We cool. should. It's Nashville. Mm-hmm. They were going to build one and then they, they kiboshed the idea, which I don't understand why. But they were going to have it, which makes sense for Nashville because all the country artists stuff. So now we fly to LA or New York to do it. And we should be doing it here in Nashville. They should most definitely be. And iHeartRadio National Theater. Music City. Yes. And all the country is based out of here, which is a rising, which is one of the fastest growing. And uh, I read a, a news article. I sound like an old man. God damn it. You are. I read, I read, an, I read it in the newspaper. You are an old man. I read an article online. I don't even know how to even say it without sounding like an old man. <laughs> I read online. I saw a TikTok. I saw a misinformed I saw TikTok. Yeah, I saw, well, it was in an email. I got an email about, because I get trade emails all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about, because country has been on the rise for a while, but it's still the like the the largest next to AC, which is like older music. Country is the biggest audience and the largest, fastest growing audience of radio. Mm-hmm. Demogra- or demo, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. My brain is mush at the end of the day. I hear you. We're growing yes. and we're big and we we're should big have and a huge. And so We should have a damn theater here. It yeah. makes no sense. Fair. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. We're going to do a rapid fire question because we have okay. a few in here that So rapid fire means a quick through. response, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So you I'll dial this down. Yeah, I can do you it. Can yeah, do yeah. This. What is our favorite fruit and why? Our favorite fruit? Like mine and like, yours together? Just, no, like in oh. the <laughs> I don't know, Morgan. We haven't talked about this. What's our couple the, fruit? I don't know. Kumquat? They wrote the questions. Goodbye. <laughs> My um, favorite fruit and yeah. why? Mm-hmm. So it's evolved over time. My As a child, it was always oranges. Short answer. As a kid, oranges, because I eat them all the time, and I was in Florida, and oranges were abundant. Yeah, isn't it the orange state? Yeah, that was our that's our nationwide, or our state fruit. I was going to say, nationwide would not mean just yes. Florida? Yeah, oranges. Oranges. Oranges as a child, as an adult, blackberries. Oh, yeah. I just good. love blackberries. It's just freaking awesome. Those are good. Yeah. I I think mm, it's between watermelon and red seedless grapes. Ooh, red seedless. Ooh, yes. The, so the dark grapes. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah, so Ooh. Good. Oh and I gosh. love them. Listen, you give me a little piece of cheese and that little red seedless oh, yeah. grape. So good. Oh, so I yeah. think I'm going grapes. Okay. Red seedless grapes to be exact. And watermelons are good too. Seedless watermelons are delicious. I love watermelon. But oh, it's not yeah. in season all the time. That's the only struggle I, I have. Yeah. So you can't get watermelon all the time. I know. I think they just went out of season right now. I think they just ended. Stupid. Uh, stupid. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> that is not a short question. Favorite <laughs> vacation we've ever been on? What we've ever been on together? I don't know. No, um, just, I'm just <laughs> asking how they wrote it. I don't know. I guess Do I guess that. we've been we've been to iHeartRadio Music Festival together. We've been to Austin and Vegas. Together. Austin and Vegas together. Uh, that's not my favorite one though. No. My favorite vacation I've ever been on. Is, I mean, every time is it's Hawaii. 
when I go to when I go to Kauai, the, the island Kauai. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I loved Hawaii because mine was between Hawaii and Alaska. Okay, oh, Alaska, pretty cool. I've never been there. That would be one I would. We put did on there. an Alaskan cruise. Okay. And we took a helicopter and landed on a glacier. Oh, that's really so cool. Awesome. That's Just really... like the experience of that is so grand. Yeah. But this most recent trip I went on is like, it's up there next to it. That looked really freaking cool. That was so, that was awesome so unique and so special. Oh my gosh. And you got to be with your parents, which I'm sure they were like, oh my God, our, our, our daughter's so growing up. This is so amazing. Oh yeah. So yeah. hilarious. So like me, like almost 30 year old in, a, in the car with my parents for like 30 plus hours. I'm oh like, yeah. I'm really glad our relationship's really good. Cause like, I don't know that a lot of people would have Could survived do that. that. No, no, not at all. But it was awesome. We oh, had the best time. That's so cool. I bet your parents in their mind, they look back in the back seat and they see little Morgan as like a five-year-old Morgan. Mm-hmm. They probably got a little teary-eyed, teary-eyed a couple of times. My favorite though is my dad like really didn't want to let me drive at all. Cause oh, yeah. he just, my dad like, loves his truck and like yeah. he doesn't want anybody else to drive it, but he'd get really tired. I'm like, dude, just let me drive. Like I will be fine. Yeah. And I would. And like at the last stint, I drove like four hours. He was so tired. Uh-huh. And he slept the whole time. He woke up and he's like, oh, we made it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I haven't driven for the last yeah. eight years. He's like, well, her lunchbox says about you. And it sounds like I should be driving. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was great. But okay, I cool. think Alaska is top. But that one is it That's rivals pretty cool. it pretty hard. Oh, yeah. So, OK. Um, tips for getting a luscious beard like yours. Tips for luscious beard. <sighs> Maybe it's, oh, it's genetics. So I can't give you that. But for what I, how I keep it the way I keep it is I used to grow it all the way out. My wife hated it. So now I get it trimmed like once a month, once every three weeks I get it trimmed and I don't put any oil or anything greasy in it. I just, mm. I just treat it like you would hair on top of your head. I shampoo and condition it every night and that's it. I don't put anything in it. a lot of work. No, it's just like how you shampoo and condition your hair. That's true. I just shampoo and condition. I just get in the shower, I shampoo it, rinse it, condition it. you brush it, it out? No, I rinse it and then and then I dry it off and then boom. Do you don't have like a special beard comb? Nope, I have no combs. I have no do you ever oils. Trim it? Or do you have somebody else trim it? I trim it, yeah. Once a month I get it trimmed. Okay. And I go to a guy to get it trimmed because otherwise I might be all wonky if I did it. Would you ever do it like trimmed closer to your face? Like kind of I like, like how scrub? when you ask me, like, you're like, you jostle your head, like, would you ever like do this? <laughs> I had to like give the imagery of it. <laughs> but your neck got I'm loose very... and you're like, would you ever like, oh, oh, oh. I'm a very visual person, Scuba. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know what your question was. I was so distracted by your, oh, dry, raw. <laughs> Really sound like that? <laughs> you didn't sound like that, but the motion your head made uh, makes that like noise. Of like, would you ever lock no? I was house? doing like also the princess. Yeah, uh, sorry. Um, what was your question? Sorry. Rapid fire. Would you ever do just like uh, scruff? Oh yeah, I used to. Have, I used to have scruff. Okay. So I, I always had a five o'clock shadow for the majority of my adult life, and then I grew the beard out in 2017, and then I've had the beard ever since then. Like my kids have never even seen me without the beard, which is. Gotta be weird. It's gonna happen one day. My dad had a mustache his whole life. Uh-huh. And then like when we were in high school, we were like, Dad, the stash is time to go. Cause that's yeah. when it started to become like a creepy thing. So, like, Before the then stash. it was like a yeah. part of culture, right? It was the eighties like, and nineties, oh, every yeah. dad had a stash, yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah. now it's back now. Now you can have a stash again. Well yeah. But like crazy is he had like super curly hair. Now he's bald. Uh-huh. But he had a stash too. Well, Bob Ross. <laughs> whole thing going on. <laughs> so we were like, Dad, you gotta shave it. And I remember like the first several months of him not having a stash. Uh-huh. It was strange. Okay. I was like, this is not the who same are person. you? And now I can't picture him with the stash again because you got you know so used I mean? to that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. So whenever that time comes, when you're when you are tired of it, yeah. you're like, I'm done. They're gonna be like, Oh my god, that man is not our father. No, my dad did that too when we were kids, and he would shave his. He always had a mustache. And he would shave it, and we'd all we would be crying. We'd be in tears. We go, ah, Who are you? Grow it back. He's like, I can't grow it back right now. It's gonna take some time. See? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. If there was a Bobby Bone Show cruise, what karaoke song would we? Sing together or individually, together? whichever you want. Uh, <laughs> um, I would probably do Coolio's Gangster's Paradise 
And yeah, I give me a little. And um, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize nothing left because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mom thinks that my mind is gone and I never crossed a man that did deserve it. He retreated like a punk, you know, it's unheard of. You better watch out you're talking and where you're walking because you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I, I really hate the trip, but I got a lope because I hope to see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. Yeah, I'll get the rest of it. I was going to like cut it off, but you were vibing so hard. I just couldn't. Yeah. And then the, and then the twist is when I get to the chorus of, you know, been spending most of our lives living in the this gangster's paradise. paradise. I scream it. Oh, so you do it, like your screamo? I do my screamo. So which it like rocks everyone's world. We used to go to a spot in Burbank called The Good Night. And one time we were there, um, some guy, some celebrity guy was there for his birthday. And I got so nervous. And I was like, I got to do it. I do this every time. And so I did it in front of him. I forget what his name was. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Tangent. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I love how you pick up on it now. Yeah. But I remember doing it. I was like rapping because it starts off. Or like you do the rap like I just did yeah. right there. And it got to the chorus. And I started screaming. And everyone was like. Everyone like was like jostled and jolted. And then and then they started. Once once they realized what was happening. They were like. We're all like all into it. And they're like. Whoa. And phones got out. And that celebrity guy came over. And started like dancing with me and stuff. And um and then so ever since then I was like damn I gotta do this every time this is like this is like the shocker. We probably pop some poor grandma's ears out and oh, just like what just happened. There's no grandmas at this at this place called the Good Night. There is no one over the age of fifty. Okay, okay. So that'd be my go-to, and then my like soft song is I'll do Strangers in the Night, Frank Sinatra. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Those are very different types of songs. Yeah. I like that for you. Yeah. Thank if you I, for me. Thank you so much for liking that for me. What should I like for you? What would you do, Morgan? It's a supportive way of saying that. It's not like very sarcastic, supportive. Not, no, sometimes I like I do. that for you. When that's I, great. You can tell in my tone. Yeah. When I oh, that's say, nice. Like, mm, that's great mm, for you. I like that for you. Yeah. But no, that one was not. Okay. Like, I genuinely <laughs> like that for you. <laughs> Nine times out of 10, I'm not sarcastic. Okay, cool. Times, all right. But sometimes it comes in. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be man, I feel like a woman from Shania Twain. Okay, I like that you for know? you too. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would be the vibe. Yeah, but if I wanted to go like totally like nobody knew it was coming, I'd do We Will Rock You. Oh yeah, I wouldn't expect that from you at yeah, all. Yeah, because listen, when I used to play softball, we that song would always play, and we'd be like we, and we had a whole chant to it, and everybody would be on the bleachers. Yeah, so it's like this whole moment I remember. It's a long so. song too, because you need to fade into the next part. Mm-hmm. And I just bring everybody up. So like okay. I sing the beginning and then like whoever wants to come join. That's a good one to get people to join with. Yeah. It's like everyone just don't stop believing and everyone wants to jump up and do it with them. Yeah. See, and that's like traditional. I feel like We Will Rock You is not one most people choose. True. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you decide between these last two. Okay. Which one you feel like you have a better story to share from. Okay. And this will be our last one. Okay. What if, and maybe they go together because it's like, have you ever been arrested? Or what is the craziest situation you have ever been in that you didn't think you'd get out of? And I can let you think on it because I've had some time to think and I do have a story. Yeah, I think I told the story one time. Did I tell you the story where I was in? Yeah, I think I did. We were driving to Halloween Horror Nights and we got pulled over yes. for speeding through and we had so the joints in it. So you have to choose a new story. Okay. Well, while I'm choosing my new story, do you have one that yeah. you're ready to? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I have never been arrested. I have dodged the police a few times drinking underage in Kansas. And there was one particular time. When I was at some friend's party out in the field somewhere, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we hear the cops coming in the distance, and there's nowhere to run because you're yeah. in a field, right? But we still ran. So I start running through this field, and I have some blue Caraco in my bag, which we call blue hippo. Don't okay. ask me why. Okay. Um, but it was in my bag. How and old were you guys? I, I missed that oh, part. Oh, gosh. Morgan. I think Miss Morgan was probably in- Miss Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> heading into freshman year of high school. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, listen, I grew up in Kansas. Okay, I say, you're like, bored there. Nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, and I, I lived near a small town, which is where all my friends were at. Okay. So like the small town really had it more than like my big area that I was in. Uh huh. But yeah, we were so we were running, and I got separated from my friends, and I laid in a field for an hour. So what the god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I really thought that because I knew. Trust me, I knew. Did that you get if, bit up? Listen, let me tell you a few things. I knew that if I got caught. I was screwed for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I knew my parents were going to chew me up and spit me out. Yeah. And I was like, I can't get caught. I don't care what I have to do. I cannot I'm, get I'm caught. I'm going to lay here all night if I have to. And so I laid down in this field and I just like watched the stars. Thank goodness watching the stars is really pretty in Kansas. Uh-huh. Um, watched the stars with my little hippo in my backpack. And I'm like, great. Especially if I get caught. I have alcohol with me. Yeah. Um, don't ask me why I also did it. Abandoned it. I should have just left it somewhere. Yeah, you should have just left it and then ran off. And, like, and somebody says something like, I don't know. It's not I, mine. There wasn't a lot of process in yeah. there. I was just running. So I laid down for a while and then finally I did, I had like my little flip phone at the time because nobody wanted to come get me until the cops were gone. So finally the yeah. cops left and my friends came and picked me up and you just see me crawling out of this little field and my friends are like, you good? And I had like hay <laughs> off in my hair and I looked like a hot mess, but I didn't you get you caught. You blew hippo on your lips. Yep. I did not get caught. Okay. So it worked though. So it didn't matter what, yes. what you went through. You but got out of it. For a moment. It was one of those situations where I did not think I was going to get out. I thought okay. I was going to get in trouble and this is like where it, my whole journey of being a bad girl starts. Sorry. exactly. Yeah. But I guess the good thing you don't realize is when you're a kid though, when you get in trouble, it doesn't matter unless you like murdered somebody, obviously. That's true. But like, it's, you're under 18. So it's kind of like a slap on the wrist and. It, that good. is true. But, but when I you're a kid, though, you don't know that. Oh, I did not want him, though. I, and yeah. I, I, you know, thankfully I didn't. It And all, those experiences taught me a lot of things to not do that, obviously, as an adult. Yeah. You had, I had to go through it to experience it. Of course, to it. live it, yeah. But, yeah, so thankfully I don't have anything on any of my records or anything. Okay. I never got in trouble. Okay, cool. But so, that was my one close call. That's a, that's a pretty close call and dedicated to lay down for a whole hour. Yeah. Could have been longer than an hour. And oh, probably that hour probably felt like forever. It was, but yeah. like I was there. I know I was there for at least an hour. Oh, yeah. It probably felt even longer than that because mm-hmm. you're just sitting there and your heart is freaking thumping. Yep. That's probably why I love watching the Kansas guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Think of that one night. <laughs> I do. It was a good day. Not that's really. funny. It's also cool because I feel like a lot of people can relate to being at a high school party and it's like, cops are here. Yep. And everyone runs and hides and does whatever they can do to get away from it. Yeah. And that was me just laying in a field somewhere. That's awesome. Like if somebody would have found me, they probably thought I was dead. Oh like yeah, a for dead sure. Body they like the poked you with a stick or something. Yep, but I was not. <laughs> <laughs> it was really. It also felt like a horror movie because I'm laying in the middle of a field by myself. Totally. Like at some point, I'm gonna be murdered by something. Yep. So, oh, animal. Oh yeah, for sure. Coyotes coming. You know. Oh yeah, or just is... bitten a, or a snake slithers through and bites you. Or my parents were gonna kill me. It was one or the other. Oh yeah, that was probably more probable than anything. That was what I was more afraid of, and yeah, I think yeah. that's why I stuck it out for as long as I did. Do your parents know this story? I think my dad is just learning about oh, it with wow, you. Oh, really cool. Hey, hey, <laughs> I mean, I know they know I did dumb stuff. Of course, and they did too. They probably did dumber stuff. <laughs> yes. you can get away with even more back then. Well, yeah, and you know, I am my father and my mother's daughter, so. There you go, yeah. It came from somewhere. It's somebody's daughter. <laughs> See, you somebody's get it. Daughter. Did you come up with a story? Yes. A new one? Yes, yeah, so a new one. So we used to do these videos before Jackass and before CKY2K. This was in like the late 90s. We used to do like stunts and pranks in our neighborhood we did a lot of them. Like the one of them, one of them that didn't get us in trouble was they're building homes in our neighborhood, and we used to go around to people and had the, had a sign that would flip. And on one side it said "Say no to drugs." The other side of the sign had a wiener pointing to their mouth and says "I suck." 
and I love it. <laughs> really, really manly of yeah. you guys. So yeah. we go around to old people, old women, and we and we be like, "Hey, we're recording a commercial for school, and we need you to." It's like an anti-drug campaign, and we just need you to like just. We're gonna put a sign next to you, and we just need you to shout and just say with passion, "Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do." Oh, gosh. And so okay. we go around to people, and there's like this lady who was like a salesperson at the model home. And we're and we're like, hey, you know, we did the whole pitch to her, and I, <laughs> and then we're like, like, see, it says say no to drugs. She's like, oh, that's wonderful. What a bunch of nice boys. And then we flip it, and it'd be like a picture of Wiener pointing at her mouth, and says, I suck. <laughs> and they're going, yes, I do. <laughs> And us trying you to keep our com- <laughs> and us trying to like keep our composure. And like I remember filming it and like being direct, like the director, like okay, ready, here we go. And then um, and then it escalated. Like so, then we, then the next one was we would like act this whole scene out. We're on this like main drag in Winter Springs, Florida, on Winter Springs Boulevard. We had this all set up and timed out. Like okay, so we had a skater kid who would skate. And then we'd have, um, and then we'd have uh, someone come from the other side as a runner, who's like a plant to like be a runner to be like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what happened? And then there'd be me uh, recording from the bushes and like telling them like, okay, when to go. And then we'd have the guy that would come out and reveal it. And the whole plan was to get a car to stop on this busy road that like cars would just like constantly stop going mm-hmm. through. And so they would be like, all right, action. And so my friend would skateboard and he would he was really good at like, like falling. And so he'd like fall and act like he fell and broke his arm or something. And we'd try to get the car to pull over and the car would pull over and check on him or whatever. And then we'd be like, ah, gotcha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and meanwhile, traffic is like now like so far backed up. Like people are honking their horns and they're pissed off and they're upset. And then if it wouldn't work, we'd have the runner come over and like try to like check on them and see if someone would stop. And so we did that, and then we you bought. Were really bored, weren't you? We were so bored. And then, <laughs> like the things you're coming up with are just like insane. And so that one we did multiple times, but then in between we went and bought a car for five hundred dollars. We all pulled our money together. We were fourteen. So I was gonna say, how old were you that you guys all had five hundred dollars to buy a car? We had one friend named Mauricio who had more money, and he was sixteen, so he could drive the car legally. Mm. We were fourteen and couldn't drive, but we still drove it anyways. And we put uh, trash bags over our heads and on trash day went around hitting people's trash cans with this like 1989 Chevy that was no, it was a dynasty. It was a Chrysler dynasty, I believe. Just driving was around the neighborhood. Was it really a car $500? It was 500 Well, this is like 1990. Was it like a clunker? It was a piece of crap. It was a, it was a dynasty. Anyone mm-hmm. that knows what a dynasty is, I don't know if they're I'm on the road anymore. I'm going to have to look it up. I don't even think I've heard of it. I think it's a Chrysler who made it. Chrysler dynasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Dodge Dynasty. Dodge, that's who it was. Dodge, yeah, Dodge Chrysler Jeep. It's a sedan. It's like yes. the body style. Yeah, so we, we bought one of those and drove <laughs> around town, knocking over garbage cans, and it became our prop car for a lot of other things. And prop then, car. And then we went. So then we did that one scene where we do the whole reenactment of the person who falls and hurts himself and try to get someone to pull over. Pull over. Well, one time we did that, and um, there was a cop waiting in that long line of cars to to get through the boulevard. And so we did the whole thing. The person got out and then they'd have that person come over and go, ha ha, idiot. And we'd all run off. And then one time we did it and three cars or four cars back was a Winter Springs police officer. And then it was like, and then so he, I guess, word I got around town, we've been doing these, we had been doing these stunts around town for our video. And he then, of course, as we were like, ha ha, you're an idiot. We run off and then we hear boop, boop. And then we're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and then I have the camera. So I'm, it's like on a stand. I'm lugging it. And so I, I really can't go anywhere. And so he stops me. And I'm also like afraid. So he says, stop. And I'm like, okay. 
And my other friend's like, run, idiot. And he runs, idiot. So he's gone. My fr- other friend Mauricio, he's long gone. And my other friend on the skateboard skates off. And so it's only me left behind. So, um, I, so I take the fall for everybody. And he pulls over. He puts me in the back of his cop car. And he, t- he takes me for a drive. And then I, I guess he can tell I'm like the good kid out of all this who got caught up. and Because mm-hmm. I'm the only one who stayed and everyone else sure ran. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm the only one who stayed. Because you had to. And I had a conscience. If, you, I, if you did not have that camera, you would have been long But gone. I could have ran still. I still could have like dropped it and ran or whatever or, or run. And it wasn't my camera. It was Mauricio's camera with all the no, money. I think you just had a freezer flight situation. I don't, I don't but, think but you. I, but I remember also too being like, I got I can't go anywhere. Like, I, <laughs> I, like an officer tells me to stop. Like, what? I got to stop. But they were all like, no, we're running. So let me have that, okay? <laughs> Whatever you say, Scoops. But I get in the car and I'm like bawling. I'm like crying. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to jail. My life is over. I'm only 14. My life is over. All I'm because done. of the prank. All because of that prank. And thank God my mom wasn't home because this was like the middle of the day, like around 12 or 1 o'clock after school. Maybe like 2 o'clock. I guess he got to school. 2 o'clock. My mom wasn't home from school yet. And my grandmother was watching us. So we drove around the block. I talked to me and like the scare talk, like, do you realize what you could be done? Like the whole like like the jail scared jail thing. Yeah. And like you're and then also you're you're impeding on traffic and you're hurting yourself. Your friend can break his arm and then you gotta just go through all the crap, whatever. And, he, and then I was like, Oh my god, am I gonna be arrested? And that's all I'm worrying about. I don't care about the talk. I get it. I know what we're doing is wrong, but it's hella funny though. And we're able to stop traffic and <laughs> and prank people and we're having a great time doing this. And we've done it, we're pranking people all over the city. We're having a great freaking time. We have it all on camera. And then, and then, so he goes, where do you live? And I was like, well, I get my address. We go to my, the house. And then I'm like, oh, please let my mom be here. Please let my mom be here. She's going to spank me with a wooden spoon. And my grandma's there and she's like way easier and nicer and doesn't want to like whatever. So then he comes to the house and I'm like, oh my God. And I thought he was going to come in and be like, I'm taking your son to jail or your grandson to jail. And then he comes in and like talks to my grandma and tells me to sit in the couch and talks around the corner. And I don't know what they talk about, whatever. And then he lets me go. I, I got to go. He like came in. He goes, all right, hopefully you learned a lesson from that. You guys don't do it anymore. You guys, you guys need to stop doing these videos. So did you do it more? Um, so we did do it and we <laughs> did different bits then. <laughs> and, I knew it. I and then knew we would it. do things where you couldn't see us, but like the things were set up to think for things to happen and you couldn't see us. You could, but things were happening to you, but you were, we were not no longer physically involved in the, in the, in the bit and the skit. So you changed the skit a little we bit. We changed the skit a little bit. Yeah. And then we had like put cameras in, in areas where we weren't attached to the camera anymore. So we just got smarter with our shit or with our stuff. <laughs> At this point, it's just accepting. <laughs> but the worst part about all this is, is the, is the, uh, the guy who's who camera, whose camera was Mauricio. He lost the, the tape. We, oh. we never got to see it. You did all that hard work. All that work. Sat in the back of a cop car months, for nothing. Months of work. And he's like, oh, I can't find it. What do you mean you can't find it, bro? We did all that crap. He probably threw it away because he didn't want the evidence. Maybe. But maybe we had some really good stuff on that tape. And this is before Jackass and CKY2K. I mean, we were the innovators of this crap. Dang. If you would have had that video evidence, you probably could have proved it. I know. To be able to put that online right now. But now you don't. The lady going, yes, I do. That'd be prime. Oh, man. But it's gone. It's, it's gone. to the archive somewhere in the world. Long gone, Mauricio. Oh, so, man. That is a great yeah. story for us to end on. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate us How long uh, is getting this thing? Um, These were originally supposed to be 15 minutes. 15 minutes? <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We're over an hour. Is anyone ever at 15 minutes on these? Uh, No, but we got like 30. 30 is like the longest one? Yeah. 
Oh man, I'm so hey, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We did good. Uh, woo! We still did good. People yeah, want to hear it's okay. It's extra content. As long as you're okay, then I'm I'm yeah, good with it. It's fine. Yeah, I don't I don't really care. But if okay. they were promised 15 minutes, then I should really try to dial it down well, and it was be just PPM more friendly. That, like we we're giving them more content, so I was trying not okay. to give them like three hour things to listen to. Well, now they're getting a mid roll and we're making money off of it. Sales is happy. <laughs> we got everything. All right, Scoob. Make sure you guys go listen to part one because Scoob and I have more sh- stories and things. Are to you going to say more S H I T to talk about? <laughs> I just pulled what you did. Was okay. <laughs> so go listen to part one. And yeah, that's all for us. Yep. Bye, everybody. Bye. This is a Bobby Bones show. Bobby Bones. <laughs> hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.